Hi there. Welcome new friends in this coterie, and welcome back to returning listeners. Here at the Story Coterie, we're happy to share good stories in small packages every Tuesday. These are strange times, aren't they? Some of our interactions feel awkward, distant, and digital, while others are curiously comforting and analog. And while stories may seem too small and quiet for the cacophony of the world, sometimes they are just the tools we need to imagine how things could be, whether utopia or dystopia, instead of how they are. Today's story is set in the very near future. Perhaps it's closer than you think. In the funny flash fiction, For Your Convenience, a fast pass to the toll booth comes at the cost of personal privacy. And now, it's time to lean in and listen. For Your Convenience The first week of July, I didn't have 250. I remember approaching the Dumbarton Toll Plaza with a particular mix of indignation and embarrassment reserved for acute moments of being broke. But there was no toll taker at the window to hand me an envelope and a warning to pay by mail within 30 days. Instead, I drove right through the gantries, a camera capturing my license plate number to automatically issue me an exorbitant fine. The third week of July, I didn't have 250 again. However, I did have a trunk full of books to sell at Green Apple. Enough, I'd hoped, to fill the tank until payday and grab a few things at Trader Joe's. But Green Apple Books was on the other side of the bridge. I pulled up at Paseo Padre Parkway, the last exit before the toll, and parked in the neon-lit lot of the Taiwanese bakery. I popped the trunk and grabbed the American Heritage Dictionary, ripped out several of its oversized pages, and wrapped them tightly around my front and back license plates. By some miracle, the paper stayed on through the toll booth, obscuring my plates and eluding the fine. By August, the toll booth was completely cash-free, and I, like a proper adult, had a new little easy-pass transponder on my dashboard to facilitate whizzing through the lane. My car was concatenated to my credit card through the magic of radio frequency, paying my tolls automatically, or at least until my card maxed out. For my convenience, according to the State Transit Authority, I'd never have to wait in line to pay again. I didn't even have to slow down. For my convenience, EasyPass could send me updates about billing and travel activity by email, text, or message on any one of 17 social media sites, as well as through the touchscreens of select GE smart appliances. Oh yes, and projected on the lenses of limited edition sunglasses. Sold separately. My card would also be billed automatically for traffic violations when traveling 11 plus miles over the speed limit. For my convenience, EasyPass could reconcile unsuccessful billing by adding the balance owed, plus any late fees, to my student loan where it could accrue the same soul-crushing rate of interest. For my convenience, EasyPass could aggregate geolocation trends for peak user experience. This, as I've come to learn, meant my stops at In-N-Out Burger and Cigarettes and more were shared with my health insurance carrier, so they could adjust my premiums. On the subject of healthy living, EasyPass could alert a patrol officer if my card on file was charged for more than two glasses of wine or one whiskey at select geolocations, and I then started my car within an undisclosed number of minutes. Also, if I didn't fasten my seatbelt. 
or use my turn signal, or if I surreptitiously parked at the ice cream shop near Trader Joe's, to be fair, the sign does say no Trader Joe's parking, because TJ's lot is always too full. For my convenience, the EasyPass could alert the gyms in my area of my repeated geolocation at an ice cream shop, so they could bombard me with offers of personal training and Zumba. More impressively, the location feature flagged the three or four times I drove past my ex-boyfriend's apartment. You know, just to see how he was doing and if anyone else was parked outside. In a gesture that seems generous for Easy Pass, it did not report me to authorities or initiate a restraining order. Instead, it opened an OkCupid account on my behalf and created a rather nice dating profile. Of course, it did describe me as being a curvy girl with a great personality due to its burger whiskey ice cream algorithm. For my convenience, EasyPass had me placed in group one of the jury duty selection pool, so I could spend time with up to 11 eligible bachelors, depending on the algorithm and not including the defendants or counsel. In early November, EasyPass reprogrammed my clocks for daylight saving time. It preset my radio to NPR so I could have appropriate media coverage of midterm elections. It reloaded my Starbucks card the first day pumpkin spice lattes were available. And, it bears mentioning, it texted me a hang-in-there-kitten meme when I drove past my ex's place and my own sister's car was out front. By December, I took my few remaining books to Green Apple to get a little Christmas money. The maligned dictionary was still banging around my trunk, too, as the book buyers had handed it back to me after quickly noticing the missing pages. While my trips to the gym were up, so were my web searches for pawn shops and part-time jobs. For my convenience, as soon as I'd passed through a toll booth, EasyPass changed my radio dial to Amy Winehouse songs, so I could sing along at the top of my lungs. No matter how bad the day had been, there was joy in the freedom to sing and the magnificence of the sun setting on the bay as I drove the bridge's span. For your convenience, EasyPass alerted me. EasyPass 2.0 can be pre-ordered for January delivery. The 2.0 features a dash cam that records the color of the perfect sunset, save for picking the right shade of bridesmaids' dresses in the future. The 2.0 can post sunset photos to your Instagram, so you can recapture friends who have stopped following your constant automated social post about EasyPass. EasyPass, I can't replace you, I'd said aloud. You're my only friend. The California State Lottery jackpot is now $96 million, EasyPass alerted me. Its algorithms had chosen the best numbers for me to play. I drove to cigarettes and more to get a ticket. But once I got there, I had to pay in cash. The Story Coterie is written and produced by Candace L. Colomb, recorded at home again this week in the superb company of Shirley Ellis on the turntable. If you like what you hear, you can read this story and many more online at storycoat.com. That's S-T-O-R-Y-C-O-T-E dot com. We're so pleased that you joined us, and we hope you come back next Tuesday for more. Please consider sharing, sponsoring, or supporting our podcast. Until our next episode, our wish is for you to leave us a message at anchor.fm slash storycode. Tell us the name of your favorite short story, and we'll share your recommendations on a future episode. Until then, as Buddy Love says, write nice.
also take care.